last time we talked, I believe it was about the untold story of education in Nigeria, how the country isn't safe in terms of education and they've subjected us to, you know, social and um, democratic kind of prison life. We're in prison, but we're living in prison because what we are actually supposed to know, what we are actually supposed to know, the government knows, but I believe they are just adamant to, you know, putting work in and actually making this world a much more um, peaceful place to be. So, what's up? Um, this this few days, talking about the lapses of the government, you know, this, this few days there was an incident in Onicha. Yeah, Onicha, um, towards the Toronto, the Iweka axis and uh, the Ochanja axis of the market. Uh, I believe it was crazy because there was a fire outbreak and people's lives and money and building goods, like people's commodity were at stake. People lost portions of their investments. Some lost their entire investments. And all through this incident, there was not a single fire service on site. It's crazy, right? not a single fire service on site so that begs the question like are we really putting our lives up for grabs or is there something or someone out there who's trying to grab that life from us if the road were good you can imagine we had good roads in nigeria undermining the fact that the government has you know politically and socially, strategically, you know, trying to brainwash us of our rights. We have the constitution. But mind you, that's a book you can get at the price of, let's say, 750 or $1,000. Read through it. Your rights. Know your rights. People say the police or the forces are actually scared of lawyers. No, they're not really scared of lawyers. Lawyers are humans like myself and the funny thing is, they're only scared of them because they know they actually know their rights. So knowing your right and actually standing up for your right are two different things. You know, it's like saying someone is living or he's not really living. Yeah, you can imagine. And it's true because you can be living and at the same time you're not really living. And that's exactly the state find ourselves in Nigeria like we're citizens of a blessed country but we are not really citizens they treat us as peasants and they sit on thrones it's crazy they can't even fix the roads they can't fix the roads and you find out they appropriate huge amounts for works and housing when the bill is passed you start to wonder where is all this money going to like I don't understand the federal roads are bad state roads are bad and these roads are not fixed it means if there's an incident people are sure bound to have losses and the state of the country I believe and I tell each and every one I know all of you listening to this like I like to I love to share this with you it's a simple truth just 
yourself like that's all it takes be a fan support others but just support yourself first love your neighbor as you love yourself like it's a divine truth jesus didn't come down here to actually put christianity to us buddha didn't come down to actually you know make everybody buddhist or something and i believe same with others they all came with one thing one beautiful thing they all preach love Buddha preached love, Jesus preached love. So as citizens, if we have that self-love, that self-awareness, I believe we can actually stand up for ourselves. We can actually say we lived. Yeah, we can actually say we lived. So having said that, now I feel relieved. Yeah, I feel relieved because as I was saying, lives and properties were lost, the mother and her child were born. God bless their souls. I believe the government is on lapses. Because a whole fire service, how can, how can, how can? So what if it were, let's say, the main market that was actually on fire or a government parastatal that was actually on fire, engulfed in flames? Would the government just sit behind and be like, no, I don't have any business there. But simply because it's a place where people would have their day-to-day income, peasants as you call them. But they're not peasants. Actually, they boost your economy. And yet, you look at them and you just try to, you know, punish them and make them feel inferior. Where they make their daily bread, was actually engulfed in flames like people people were burning you understand and there was not a single fireman on sight are the people supposed to reach their lives now so you can actually pocket their money and take flights no i i i wonder i wonder fashola yeah you're a good man i actually loved your administration in lagos i did but what are you doing come on come what are you doing? I see the Niger, the second Niger bridge. Well, it's going smooth. We thank God. But Nigeria has enough bridges. Let's be fair and square. We need our money. If we have so much money in the ministry, why not bring this money down to the system? The masses. Mind you, the government is supposed to even build infrastructures like homes, schools. They claim to have schools, but their schools are messed up. I'll get to that. They're supposed to build, you know, homes and give to the homeless. People who actually need these houses, give them. They can stay there and still pay some sort of cash back to you. It helps our government. You can't sit on people's wealth and not give them somewhere to dwell or something to hang on to. No, it's not done anyway. If Nigeria were ideally, you know, ideally to say um, a true democratic state, which is you know really democratic in nature, every vote counts. There's a freedom of speech. Like it would have been a great, great, great country. But truth be told, 
there's no investment in education there's no investment in housing even if they claim to allocate all these monies to the ministries various ministries so tell me your opinion do you think Nigeria is a place where your dreams as a youth can actually come to or you think Nigeria is a country that actually failed its people but gave benefits to a few but I'd like to remind you all one thing Nigeria indeed really started out as a business look up Unilever I heard that stuff in Bonaboy's song and it was crazy I had to look it up like I was like how did this guy find out how did he get to even know how Nigeria started as a business with the British government so I looked it up and it's correct imagine you buying toothpaste or you're buying Nescap or you're buying Lipton you are thinking you're buying these things from a different company which is true because they bear different brand names or something but in reality you're patronizing the same company Unilever so let's put that into consideration and hope for a meaningful life thank you I'll see you on my next episode be right back time on reality check we were you know talking about how the government failed and all that but today on reality check like i have something completely different from what you've been hearing like today's topic is crazy and it's more like a question you know sometimes i just ask myself i'm like is it possible to prosper without giving yeah is it possible to prosper without giving well that's a big question because sometimes people don't really know the whole ideology or the whole essence of giving like what giving signifies and what it stands for people don't understand and it's even worse in our society today where we find um, same color people hating on themselves come on if you are to build a home then I bet you should give your home your home 100 that's just about giving what are you willing to what are you willing to sacrifice what are you willing to give up just so another person can actually have a better life 
yeah, sometimes giving, you know, does not necessarily require you giving someone cash physically or, you know, asking how are you and all that. Sometimes it goes beyond that. A simple, you know, arithmetic put together will tell you when you give, you receive. They say when you point one finger, the rest are pointing back at you. So, like I asked, is it possible to prosper without giving? You know, they say every man is a prosperous man. It's true. Every man is a prosperous man. Every man is born to the world. Every man has greatness within him. But what singles the great? It's dedication and hard work. So, funny as it sounds, over the course of um, the past three months, I had um, a self-re-evaluation. And I started to think, I was like, God, this life is really, really, really short. And yet people seem to play it cruel. So I came up with a solution. I was like, if people who are willing to spoil this world, make this world a bad place for our children, for the future generations to come, I might as well, you know, just get busy trying to fix the world, same way they are trying to, you know, spoil the world and make the world a bad place. But how do we fix this world? It's a process. It starts from giving, then you believing. And there's one thing I need to clarify, you know, you don't give with the intention of receiving. No, it's a no, like it's a complete turn off when it comes to terms of prosperity. You don't give with an expectation of receiving. No, just give, sow your seed. Remember the day you sow the seed will not be the day you reap the fruit. Yeah, the day you sow your seed will not be the day you reap the fruit or eat the fruit. It's a slow world, it's a small world, but at the same time, it's a huge world. It's the 21st century, like they say, the jet age, the internet age, and technology is fast taking over. Right now, people can be in London, someone would be in Nigeria or South Africa, and with just a click of buttons, we have digital currencies now that are going all over, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, Litecoin, numerous to mention, different ways to pay cash, PayPal, the Apple Pay, cash apps I hear. You don't even need to go to the bank anymore to send money. That's how the world has actually redefined and modified the act of relations or connection. In my field, I think giving to prosper or prosper through giving is actually known as international relation. But I'm not going to divulge into that though. And the reason I said prosperity has to do with international relations in my field is because international relations has to do with the process of you know interacting with people, not just within your environment, but outside your geographical location as well for a common and greater good which is the growth and peace of the society so prosperity and giving go hand in hand they say you can't give what you don't have but sometimes i think 
you can actually give and get what you don't have or sometimes you can give what you don't have i'll explain i'm having a downtime and as we all know in companies if a company is having a downtime for the next let's say 48 hours or 72 hours it's considered something very very serious to the company downtimes are serious it means they're running short on either funds or production is on a hold which in any way or in any case is not good for business and that's how prosperity translates in giving why are you saving the money you you have a billion you have a billion naira you have you have 10 million dollars in your account come on you won't exhaust that money till the day you die like there's no way in god's given green earth you'd spend that entire money on yourself kudos to the government of delta states they're doing a good one um they're putting out houses and giving it to the poor that's a good one governor okoa you've done superb on that and um I give you a big kudos for that. Now, that's an act of giving. Despite the political um, political benefits attached to it, it's a welcome development. It's prosperity for the people. And when there's prosperity for the people, there's a better environment for the people and for the government. And mind you, the government are the people. But on today's reality check, we're talking about, we're talking about the people as a whole, like the, the entire mass. Think about it. If only we were willing to help each and every one we meet despite detriment if if we could go out our way to say this person needs help let me give a helping hand do you really think this world would be a better place or if everyone gave a helping hand to the next man do you think we would still be where we are today it's a two-way thing Think about it. Before the advent of printed money or currency, they had a system called trade by butter, right? They would trade. I didn't have the money, so I had rice. I'll give you this, and then you give me what I needed. And that was how it went. And the world was a beautiful place. But bring it to today. Who's willing to help you? In fact, people even think helping someone is a scam. When someone comes to you and says, Hey, I need an assistance. I need this. I need that. People even think, oh, What on earth is this person saying? Like, Why would you come to me? Trust me. I don't really believe in... What's it called? I don't, I don't, I don't really believe in the whole superstition thing. But one thing I can tell you is... Um, I'm spiritual, okay? I'm spiritual. In my own way, I, I, 
I believe, I believe what I believe, and in my own way, I believe there's a supernatural force, you know, that actually binds each and every one of us together, whether we like it or not. So sometimes I think that force has a way of putting our parts together. So sometimes they say they're star-crossed, right? It's like when they say it's meant to be. Nobody actually planned life. Like, we didn't come into life thinking, yeah, I wanted to be in life. I wanted to be in the world. Or this is where I wanted to be. Like, we just woke up nine months, poof, and we were somewhere in the world. And mind you, the world is just a big black hole. It's been here before us. Like the world has literally been here before us. Dinosaurs went into extinction. Let's think about the cavemen, the era where people, you know, lived in caves. And it's crazy. See how far we've come. But the funny thing and the and the reality check people fail to observe and recognize is, if dinosaurs went into extinction 2,000 years ago. If there was life already on earth before our existence, what happens to us after after this moment? Like, what happens to us for the few seconds we have to live? What happens to us? The earth, Mother Nature has never wronged us. Mother Nature has given us every we've asked for be it natural resources the food to eat something to take care of ourselves all through our path here all through the journey we have on earth but as funny as it sounds for the few gleams of time humans have managed to stay on earth we've been able to mess the earth up climate is fast changing i'm so sorry because the generation that are yet unborn would have to live with a very harsher condition like conditions of the climate is going to be harsh on them so are we trying to make this future better for the unborn ones or the the young ones who say are the leaders of tomorrow are we trying to build a better world for them or are we destroying the world for them that brings us to the legacy of giving you see they say heal the world make it a better place what most of us are doing we're not really healing the world what we are doing is we're sowing seeds of discord and take it or leave it the young ones will always learn from what they see you wonder why a child will say you're crazy god punish you you didn't marry your papa from where 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 i come from like worry you find children telling people you didn't create you know what wise are they or a place like deal you know where there was so much um, nuisance. You, you, you can imagine growing up in that situation. It takes it takes the mind and you know reality check to actually say no. I don't want to be this person. I want to be this person. I'm going to be this person for myself and for my family. Because take it or leave it. When you give or no matter the act you portray or try to play, no matter the act you play, okay, you're not just playing that act or role for yourself. Your families are at stake, your communities are at stake, your very self, your reputation is at stake. The young would always learn from what they see the old do. So, 
how do we check that mind what you do when you're around the young ones remember they say it's dog life right the hate you give little infant fucks everyone and that is the truth so ladies and gentlemen we're going to be going on a quick break and we'll be right back remember dog life the hate you give little infants fucks everyone